I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 237. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. This week, we got Very Visible on. They are a post-hardcore pop-punk group out of New Jersey. And uh, in the interview, I spoke with Eric and Jesse. Uh, their latest release is called Anxiety Maps which uh, features two songs, uh, one of which is Anxiety Capsule, and the other is From Today. Featured both on this episode, so you will hear them shortly. Uh, yeah, if you like them, you can definitely check them out on Spotify or Apple or wherever you stream stuff. Uh, I slapped them on the Part-Time Rockstar playlist as well. Uh, yeah, check them out on social media and all that stuff. I'm sure they appreciate it. Uh, in our conversation, we talked a lot about uh, songwriting and uh, mental health and uh, the general happenings of the New Jersey music scene. Um, regardless, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in, uh, wherever you're tuning in from. Definitely appreciate it. Uh, in personal news and notes, I just want to thank uh, everybody who came out to our shows in New York and Philly. It was awesome. Seeing so many friends and uh, you know former guests of the show out there at our shows, so that was great. Shout out to the Mac Bros and Bees and uh, Scoopski and Jiva and Airspace and Jackson Vincent hanging out. Uh, definitely a good time, although sadly I did manage to mangle one of my fingers uh, on the way out the door. And uh, unfortunately we will not be able to play tonight uh, at Zizmo's with our buds uh, Rebel Ernie and Lurden. However, our good friend Will Sims is coming to the rescue. So uh, if you are thinking about coming out to that show in hand in Baltimore, uh, it'll still be a good time. Uh, just unfortunately, we will not be there. Um, we'll be canceling a couple shows coming up for sure, uh, including our one in Richmond and uh, Dark Horse. But uh, we should still be able to play uh, Friday night with the LJR at Morse Burgers because our good buddy Felix from the Hangar Studio is uh, possibly coming in to take my spot. So uh, I'll still be singing and dancing or whatever I need to be doing, but I will not be playing guitar for a little while here, sadly. Uh, last few things that I normally mention is that the show is sponsored by Truly Strings Guitar Shop. Uh, my buddy Steven runs it. He's the luthier who always takes care of my guitars. Uh, Part-time Rockstar Productions is going and we're doing music videos around the DMV. And then there's also merch for this store under the Shopify link in the web store. But yeah, without uh, too much rambling here, we'll get to the conversation with uh, Eric and Jesse. Down 95 and you guys, I believe you're in possibly Delaware or yeah, New Jersey or New Jersey. I was close. I saw you guys well, you playing. Have, you have an interesting uh, combination of the band. So the band is from New Jersey, okay. but Jesse's originally from Delaware, and I live in PA. So basically, you were both right and close. <laughs> and the reason I picked that ballpark is I saw you guys playing at the halftime in New York. Yeah. 
So I mean, oh. that's just right in the middle of it all. It's like couldn't get anywhere. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, it's a it's a cool spot for sure. Um, yeah, we're kind of I'm a little closer to like Baltimore. It's usually where we're playing. Um, we actually get out to Delaware a little bit to play here and there, and um, yeah, it's a fun neck of the woods. Heading up to uh, oh, yeah. heading up there actually this weekend, Philly and New York. Nice. So, We've mostly been playing in uh, in New Jersey and Delaware, so nice. kind of all over Jersey. We've had a couple gigs in North, North Jersey. Jersey. Uh, um, and we actually have a show coming up in Delaware this Saturday. We'll be in what is it, Claymont? Just yeah, Claymont at uh, what the heck is it? Hang, uh, hang me up, Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it should be good. You guys doing a three-hour set? Or are they actually uh, giving you like a sort of an original set? Uh, I should be all originals. There's a couple other bands playing that show. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, obviously with breweries, they want you to play the three-hour cover thing. So that's why I always figure I should ask. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we haven't done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I do a lot of that. I kind of go in between both worlds. Some nights it's cover, some nights it's originals. Just kind of depends on what we're doing where we are. Um, nice. But yeah, uh, let's check out the band, check out the sound. Definitely kind of reminds me a little bit of the, the heyday of the emo, pop, punk, 90s, rock that I used to listen to. Just a little bit, you know, um, American Hi-Fi and Used and one of those types of bands so I figure that's probably pretty close to the ballpark of what you're going for unless I'm yeah you, bas- you basically nailed it uh it, you know all of our our collective influences of that uh the use Glassjaw Thursday all that you know yeah. when when Screamo hit nice and hard yeah and, uh took the took the emo scene by score we were we were all <laughs> over it so what's up how long you guys though I've been been going i mean spotify only goes back to 2023 which maybe it i don't know but maybe you've been going much longer than that uh so so this band so jesse how long were you playing with brian before i met you guys um, uh, brian and i have been jamming for about two years and we just you know finally buckled down and we're looking for legitimate musicians to join us so you know yeah, so a little over a year ago, uh, I answered a Craigslist ad that Jesse and Brian had put up. Uh, went went and jammed. Uh, we we all clicked right away. Spent just as much time hanging out in Jesse's backyard shooting the shit as we did jamming that day. So it worked out really nicely. Uh, that was September last year, and then uh, we got our guitarist Mike in February. Um, Started putting songs up on Spotify in February as well, um, and played our first show in June. So mo- most of everything's been happening this year. Um, we've got four songs up now, two that came out in February, and then two new ones that we released uh, about a month or so ago. Yeah, checking them out. So you got Anxiety Maps, I guess is the uh, EP. Yeah, kind of like a double single release. Yeah, and uh, anxiety capsule. I guess is is the first one. I added that to uh, to the little playlist I got here, run for everybody who's been on the show. 
Excellent. Excellent. Pretty self-explanatory li- lyrics, I guess. Uh, you know, people, stuff people could probably relate to for sure. Given the, this modern day and age, we find ourselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's actually something that I talk about at every show. Uh, mental health awareness is a big thing for me. Um, I personally, uh, I have clinical anxiety, so, you know, it's th- things hit different levels every day. Some days are easier than others, but, uh, you know, I've been making music for 20 years and, and for a lot of the time I was kind of coded and not as upfront about these things in the lyrics, but for a lot of the songs that we've been doing with very visible, um, I'm really putting it out there, you know, what I deal with talking about it on stage and it's been connecting with people from what the conversations that I've had at the shows. So that's been really great. You know, just trying to have people start that conversation. Uh, you know, therapy is not a four letter word. That's something that I think everybody can benefit from. Uh, so with, uh, with anxiety capsule in particular, I'm, I'm really putting myself out there in that one talking about how, uh, how it really affects me and all that stuff. Yeah, no, I, I definitely understand the struggle, but, uh, how do you, uh, other than therapy, maybe, or any, any lyrics are obviously therapy too. How do you, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. What are your coping mechanisms? You feel like, how do I manage? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm actively in therapy. Uh, I, I believe in therapy a lot. Uh, I think that that's a huge thing. Um, it, it's really, you know, even as someone who prides myself on being introspective, it can be really hard to go down into yourself and really start to analyze that. But having a professional to help you with that and kind of give you different angles and different tools is really important. Um, I'm, I have a very close relationship with my cousin. She's a therapist, so she's super helpful with that as well. Um, also personally for me, uh, CBD is really helpful. Uh, I have to do okay. the, the not non THC CBD. Unfortunately, uh, getting high does not work well with my brain, but, oh. uh, CBD itself has been really, really helpful. Just kind of takes the edge off life for me. Um, and then music, definitely <laughs> performing, writing. Um, I have a, a playlist on Spotify that I listen to, uh, there are certain songs that are really, really helpful, especially like if I'm having a panic attack, uh, I, I can get into that. Um, Champagne from a Paper Cup by Death Cab for Cutie is like my my number one there. The drum beat is like perfect to, to just yeah. kind of bring me back down to earth. So, yeah, it that's helps, cool. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, music certainly therapy. And if you can. We can use that uh, in that scenario. That's helpful. I mean, for me, I, I definitely get to a point where that ain't helpful no more. <laughs> so, um, but I like to think I can keep the demons at bay with uh, with some riffs and you know some melodies here and there, for sure. Yeah, anything that you can do that can kind of take you out of that situation, right? You know, like as you start to go into yourself more, it can be really challenging. But if you can kind of break out and put your mind into something creative. I mean, there's, there's people who do that with art. There's people, anything can really be good. Yeah. You guys party hard as a band or are you pretty mellow trick? Are you like a kombucha band or are you guys like, uh, like <laughs> crack, crack cocaine and whiskey? 
I think we're somewhere in between. I'll, I'll let Jesse field that one. I, I think that's a Jesse question. Yeah, I think we all have our uh, a different thing of choice. I'm more of a beer and liquor guy, and we have members that are, you know, smoke weed and yeah. And there's people, you know, nothing, nothing hard. We all have, you know, regular full time jobs, so we're not too crazy cool. with that. I like to understand a, a band by their drugs, you know whether their drug is just good old-fashioned sobriety and, you know, CBD and kombucha, or if it's, like, uh, just straight-up meth and heroin, you know? Like, it, <laughs> it, to me, it helps me get to know them and get to know their sound and where they're coming from. Like, my classic example is, like, ACDC, where I feel like you can feel the nicotine in the frequency, like, the mids of their guitars, like coming out of their fingertips like you could feel malcolm's fingertips just sweating nicotine and and uh, angus and the drummer's just so rock solidly steady set ahead you know he's just chain smoking back there and i feel like <laughs> they were i don't know it just bleeds into the music and then like yeah this is just chain smoking music because we have them narrow ones up there just chain of marlboro rates you know <laughs> that's funny yeah, we're we're definitely somewhere somewhere in between there. We're kind of like a an old fashioned drinking drinking beer and hanging out band. <laughs> I think that that's, that's more, cool. more where we lie on that on that spectrum. Yeah, that's good. Same thing. You guys have more more healthy coping mechanisms. Fortunately, like therapists and things like that to keep you keep you on the steady eddy. But, yeah, mostly uh, mostly an older group of guys. Uh, Jesse and I are both. Uh, well, actually, I don't know how close Jesse is to 40. I'm pushing 40. Uh, but Jesse and I both have kids, you know. And then uh, Mike and Brian are in their mid-30s. Uh, Mike's You're guy. You're the oldest one. We're all 35. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah I'm pretty much right there with you. Uh, I assume you, know, you guys have probably all played in a bunch of bands before. Um, do you have any, like, funny war stories from all that or maybe like how you guys eventually met um maybe yeah. you're in a blake 182 tribute for years or something and then <laughs> you know you decided you're tired of that shit and you're like writing songs i don't know yeah jesse why don't you go first give your give your musical background oh man so i was in i wouldn't get a laugh i was the original drummer so we did a lot of Full U.S. tours with those guys. Um, nice. I was, and he's the hero. Signed to Blue Duck Records. You know, played a bunch of festivals with them. Did some touring with them. Um, and then I was in another band after all that, Wilma Neighbors, and we did a bunch of shows and all that. And that's pretty much my three bigger, I guess, successful bands. I guess you would say, but you know, a lot of touring and they all hundreds of shows and. And a lot of uh, a lot of crazy times, you know, getting robbed at gunpoint in South Carolina, or forgetting our roadie nice. in Alabama, and driving two hours to the next show, leaving a at a truck stop. Oh and, man, uh, roadie was getting was... into some roadies, wasn't he? Getting in some trouble at um, the truck stop, probably. <laughs> he was uh, he was either playing with lot lizards in the shower or no. taking a shower because he's a dirty boy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Got to put like a tracking device on them or everybody, probably. Oh, man. That, that was pre air tag time, right? 
And you just gotta yeah. gotta call his name and hope he comes. No. Yeah, and I think he called he called all all four of us in the band. That? We all had our phones, I guess, off and luckily what, Eric what Blackway had his phone on and he's he's like, Where are you guys? He's like, We're in the van, where are you? It's like I'm at the truck stop. He's like, oh shit. We had to turn around yeah. and drive two hours back. <laughs> Damn. That's great. That that sucks. But Both. price you gotta pay, I guess, for rock and roll. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jesse, yeah. Jesse had a bit more success than I did with his previous bands. Uh, I've, I've done my time in the scene. I was in a band called Stafford for about five, six years and uh, played an absolute ton of shows in North Jersey. Uh, all the guys were from North Jersey, actually from the same area that uh, most of the guys from Census Fail are from. Uh, we kind of came out of the same scene like right after they broke. Uh, it was right after they put their EP out on uh, our drive-through was our first show. Uh, so... Just we played a ton of shows, went on one national tour. That was a that was a whole shit show. Uh, the yeah. the trailer that we had was way too big and heavy for the van that we were using to pull it, but we didn't know that. So the van just kept breaking down, breaking down, breaking down. Um, so we were we were talking to a record label, and the entire tour was booked around uh, playing a showcase for them at their offices in Santa Cruz, California. So, you know, we're all from North Jersey, Central Jersey at this point, and we're, we booked a whole tour getting over there. Um, the van breaks down a bunch of times on the way. Finally, an hour out, the van breaks down for good. It was oh, like, wow. it can't go. We ended up having to sell the van. Uh, it was a whole thing. Um, so we, uh, we don't make it to the record label showcase. And the guy was like, not, not much I can do for you. Blah, blah, blah. We, wow. we kept kept con- conversing with them and then a few months later they were like hey we're gonna put you on a show in philly with one of our bands uh i can't go this is the the guy who ran the label i can't go but i'll send my right hand man out so we're like okay cool so they put us on the show we played a set we play the greatest set we've ever played it was like we <laughs> knocked it out of the park we had this one song uh where there were there were notes that i hit it confidently in the studio and then whenever we played it live i was like too much of a puss to, to actually sing those <laughs> notes i would go like an octave lower but i remember we were just so in the groove we sounded great and i was like this is the show like we're gonna get signed off the show i'm going for it so i went for the notes and i nailed it and I, i'll never forget my guitarist face he just turns as he's playing his part and stares at me in awe like it was it, it was hilarious so we played this set we're like super hyped up uh, we're, we're feeling it. We go outside and the guy comes up to us. He's like, Hey, I'm so-and-so from the record label, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Oh yeah, we're Stafford. What's going on, man. And he's like, yeah, what time do you guys go on? I was like, he had just gotten there. Uh, like he walked oh, up man. to us coming off the stage. We broke uh, up six weeks later. <laughs> so that was the end of that band. Uh, I kind of took yeah. some time off from playing music for a while and then, uh, started a band with my brother. That was a fun band, Young Alchemists. Uh, did that for a year or so. That never really went anywhere, but my friends Mike and Aaron from that band are now actually, uh, that band introduced the two of them. <laughs> they now play for an awesome pop punk band based out of North Jersey called Northvale. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're, they just opened for Hit the Lights recently. They're getting a ton of plays. Uh, they're just so much fun. Great, great band. Um, so watching them start to pick up and have success was like super inspiring to me. I was like, all right, I gotta, 
you know, I hadn't played music at this point for like 10 years. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta give this another shot. And that's what led yeah. to me, uh, going out and, um, answering the Craigslist ad that introduced it, me to Jesse and Brian. So it all kind of came through. It was, actually, it was actually a male for male, uh, misconnection. Yeah. And then he messaged <laughs> us and then we, we all got together. Yeah. We, we said we weren't going to talk about that here, but all right. Brian and I were naked when he showed up. Yeah, we're li- <laughs> lifting the veil on this now. We're getting the real secrets. This happened in 2023. I think I know you're lying because I think they shut down the, the dark side of Craigslist. Uh, <laughs> like some years ago. So I've been told. Air quotes. <laughs> no, we were making fun of somebody the other day about that. And he immediately was like, yeah, you can't do that anymore on Craigslist. We're like, how did you know that? You only know that from trying, right? <laughs> I forgot what it was called. Though. There was a name for it. Um, now I think it's just called Grinder, though. That's what's, that's what's taking that spot. So. Tinder, Grinder, gotta love it all. Yeah, you wouldn't be the first band probably to meet on either one. I'm more of a farmers only. So, it's fair. Yeah. So, it's a wild world, wild west out there. But presumably something for everybody. <laughs> if you're patient. But uh, it's, you know, dating is the same as running a band or being in a band, I think, almost. Um, oh, yeah. I, don't know, I think uh, dating five guys is a little more difficult than dating my girlfriend. Is it uh, it means you're five in guys? A... Four guys. I don't know how many people are in my band. I mean, that means you're in a good or somewhat healthy relationship then. Because I can tell you what, man, sometimes it's easier to figure out the other five guys than it is that one person. Oh, man. Yeah. Not for this bad. <laughs> okay, we, we, we definitely love each other, but holy, oh, my God. Yeah. I, head, it's funny. I, uh, I said to my brother, I was like, uh, you know, all that time off, I was like, oh, I can't wait to play in a band again. And now I'm like, oh, now I remember all the drama. I remember when you get when you get a bunch of dudes together, it's just yeah. nobody yep. agreeing on anything. So. Well, now is your time to talk shit and out people who can't defend themselves. <laughs> so, who's uh, who's got the biggest ego in the band? Oh man, I don't I don't know how I don't know how interesting we're gonna get on this podcast. Yeah, if you can't answer it quickly, it's probably you. <laughs> I like to think uh, I'm not I'm not the ego. I'm definitely the most annoying one in the band. I'm very opinionated and uh they love to tell me how sensitive I am. So that that's that's a whole fun thing. Jesse's Jesse's like the dad of the band. Jesse Jesse kinda holds the glue together, tells everybody to shut the fuck up, pounds his ear, smashes it on the ground, and says, <laughs> we're just gonna go do this. And we're like, okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> It's all over once uh, the old grumpy man shotguns a beard. Yeah. It's done. The argument's he, over. He, he makes this face, and it's just like it's like when when you hear dad pull in the driveway, and you're like, "All right, yeah. stop what you're doing. Stop what you're doing." Yeah. It's the troops in line. Yeah, and and he is the drummer, right, Jesse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesse's the drummer. Yeah. I think the drummers often, you know, have that uh, personality a little bit. You know, the authority sort of uh, archetype kind of whip people in line I know I've played with a couple of drummers who I feel like could have been like cops or maybe they were cops actually now I think about <laughs> um, they have, uh, I they have a, the, the manly job yeah. 
Yeah, he, yeah Jesse's a welder. So. Okay. There you go. That's cool. I mean, that's the the drummer's role in the music is to keep everything together anyway, right? Like it's you, yeah, it's keep it keeping it in time, keeping it together. So, I think that's a natural thing. Do you get to work for yourself as a welder, or are you uh, working for a company? Or how does that work? I'm a union boilermaker. I work in like refineries and stuff. So, gotcha. Pretty yeah. dangerous stuff. I haven't lost a, a limb or an eye yet, though. Right? No, nah, not yet. Almost got blown out, but. No, no no limbs or anything yet. Damn. Yeah. I was at uh the PES refinery in Philadelphia when it blew up, so it's pretty oh, pretty wow. gnarly. Did everybody survive or were there casualties? Yeah, yeah, no no injuries luckily, but it was pretty pretty big. One of the biggest yeah. explosions on the East Coast. I bet. I used to work <laughs> for the fire department, so I'm like, you know, a little morbidly curious, you know. Yeah, yeah, no injuries. Yeah, well, that's good. That way, you don't worry about the aftermath. Yeah. What do you do now besides the band? Uh, I'm kind of doing a lot of uh, videography, working for a sound company, um, kind of trying to find my niche at the moment, but piecing nice. it together. You know what I mean? Nice. Doing the old meta- metamorphosis in the mid 30s as there one as one does from time to time. Um, the old meat, meat computer said enough of uh, witnessing catastrophe, so I eventually had to be begrudgingly listen, to move along. So here yeah. I am. Yeah, we'll see where where the wind blows here. Um, I guess yeah. Since we're on the subject, if you wanted to mention anything that you do uh, professionally or unprofessionally, now would probably be. The time to shine. Uh, Jesse definitely has the most interesting job out of all of us. Uh, I'm in IT. Uh, Mike's in IT. And I couldn't tell you Brian's job with a gun yeah. in my head. So, uh, yeah. I think the uh, emphasis... I think, Bri- yeah, I think Brian's in, like, logistics or um, or um, something with, like, logistics or something. He's got a fancy office job. He dresses the nicest out of all of us. He gets real loud and turns red when he talks about it, so we don't bring it up too much. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, the point, obviously, of this show is less a little bit about what you do or even what genre of music you play. At least that was my initial idea. Is It was more like, you know, the balance of it all and, like, what makes it interesting to you or what makes it worth it or not worth it or whatever and, like, how they kind of, I don't know, work off each other, literally. Because yeah. for me, I always found like a little bit of inspiration, really, in like in the in the grind versus the creative, and how they kind of interplay, you know. Yeah, I think uh, for me, my my personal favorite part of being in a band is is writing music. Uh, I yeah. I love creating something. Uh, I'm constantly writing lyrics. I'm I'm constantly like just writing like a single line here or there, or coming up with entire things and stuff like that, and then. You know, anytime we're we're writing and we're finding a song, that's my favorite part. Uh, and then obviously playing shows is just it's like a whole different thing. Um, I mean, we've played shows. We're we're kind of in that phase right now where a lot of our shows are we're playing in front of the other bands, and then like our friends who came out to see us, and their friends of the other bands who came out to see it, and then some other people here and there. 
Although we did just, uh, we played a, a great show on Saturday. Um, we opened for uh, Johnny Craig in uh, Frenchtown at Artie's in Frenchtown. Johnny Craig used to be in uh, nice. Amorosa, Dance Gap of a Dance, all that. Uh, sold, sold out show. Yeah, sold out show. So that was that was a great gig. Uh, you know, just just for me, being on stage and, and just screaming. It's oh, yeah. very, very cathartic. Very <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh it's a wonderful feeling. Um Yeah, most you know, people we have all... to like cry into their pillows. So that's the nice part about being a singer in a band, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh you know, we all we all take this uh pretty seriously. We're all it, it's something that, you know, if we if we weren't playing music together in this band, we'd all be playing music with different people and doing different things. It's just it's in our yeah. blood. So, uh, you know, it's, it's for me personally, I, I have a son. Um, I have uh, 50% custody of him. So, you know, I, it's balancing spending time with him, spending time with my partner. We live here in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, you know, she and I have a dog and that's like our, our family here. Um, managing that with, you know, work. I have kind of a standard <laughs> nine to five. And then just filling out the schedule with practice and shows and yeah. stuff like that. You know, there's a lot of like, okay, who's available this day? Who's available that day? You know, we gotta get everything managed. But once it's on the calendar and and we're we're posting flyers and everything, we're ready to go. So, Elliot, man, it's cool. And um, yeah. I mean, uh, like I was saying, your subject matter, I think, is obviously pertinent to the day and age. Um, is there anything on the agenda, like in the works, coming up for 24? Uh, yeah, we have we have some songs that uh, we've been playing live, but we haven't recorded yet. We have a, a brand new one that we actually just, we played live at, uh, we played a basement show in uh, on Rockers Campus in New Jersey. Uh, on Sunday, it was a fun gig, uh, and we we uh, broke out the new one. I think the plan is to record that one next. Um, we uh, have a great relationship with Eric Blackway, who uh, is in the band The Week at Last that Jesse founded with him, uh, and he recorded our first two songs that we released. We're going to be working with him again to record uh, the next X amount of songs. We're definitely going to start with that one. Uh, so, you know, we're, I'm excited to get, to get more stuff out. That one's a little bit more dynamic. Um, I think, uh, the two newest ones that we put out, Anxiety Capsule is a kind of leading more in the pop punk, uh, kind of data remember type of feel. And then, uh, from today, the other song is, uh, a little heavier, a little, I don't want to say progier, but like, you know, kind of a little more exploratory it's got a guitar solo in it kind of has that yeah. kind of 2000s glass show kind of feel uh newer one is a little bit more uh the softer part is softer and the heavier part it's heavier that kind of thing you know uh i've been calling it the emo so i was calling it the emo song for a while kind of has like a like an emo feel in the verses uh but yeah i mean just like definitely Definitely a music video. I think we're going to try and aim for that. Yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask because I was looking at your YouTube channel and, uh, you know, 
a little a little lonely a little yeah uh, we've, yeah, we've got a lyric video but no music video yet that's something that jesse and i are really excited to do so yeah, that's yeah. another thing working with like eric blackway i mean awake at last they, they've done a lot of tours with like ice nine kills and they did huge festivals and so they're sort of eric sort of guiding us in a way to get us to the next step basically you know get us in touch you know a little more videos get us you know out there a little better because we're all sort of old school like we're just like let's play music record it and play shows and it's like you know we got to get a little better internet presence so he's sort of guiding us with that and getting us you know a little more up to date yeah, yeah. we're still figuring out the social media part of everything well the all consuming social medias once you have I think I only have like 16 pages to manage right now so down from like 20 alright oh man Ah, whatever. I just check my shit and move along. But thank um, God for DistroKid, right? DistroKid, you just put it up. It passes oh, yeah. the music to everything. It's wonderful. It's great. Yeah, and I mean, you know, more broadly speaking, you also eventually got to ask yourself once you're in your mid thirties and you're playing music, like, what you're actually doing it for. And it sounds like you guys kind of obviously know that by now, but I feel like obligated to just bring it up because. Sometimes I might even have to remind myself, like, I don't know. I usually don't, I don't think. Usually it's about drinking beer and having fun. But sometimes I might get oh, caught yeah. up too much in the in the uh, Instagram or whatever and doing stuff on there, and I'm just like, meh, I'm not going to be famous anyway, so who cares? <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you if you can't get the same level of enjoyment uh, playing a show for, like, five to ten people as you would for you know as you would at the the, the sold out show that we played this weekend it's like you have to grind to get anywhere and uh yeah. you know i I don't, I don't think we have any sort of like unrealistic expectations we're 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 writing music that we like we're writing music because we we love writing music we're playing we're playing the music that we would listen to um you know the, the music that these guys make without me on it it's like someone that's like my favorite band is listening to these guys the songs they come yeah. up with so you know i'm lucky to get to be able to come in and just start yelling about my brain over it so uh yeah it's you know it's just fun to, to get out there and you know every every show that we've played people seem to be enjoying it and we're enjoying playing the shows so you know it's just keep doing it right yeah, like say it's um, it's like being the I'm having a brain fart right now, but uh, you know, being persistent just because you sort of can't help it. Like, uh, I don't know, rather than you're like somehow dragging yourself along, it's like, what well, I don't know, just fun. Yeah, but another wrong. I, with I being think when super, I was another wrong oh, with being sorry. super ambitious too. Yeah, I when I was nineteen. And, and, you know, I was in a band and that was the, all I did, you know, I was working yeah. at a supermarket on the side or working at a dog kennel on the side and like, just, just dreaming of getting signed to like equal vision records and going on tour with Cody and all this kind of stuff. Like, that's fine. But, you know, at this point I'm almost 40 and it's like, I, I'm, yeah. it, it costs me money to be in this band. It, it costs <laughs> me time to be in this yeah. band. And I'm doing it because I love it. You know, I'm doing it because I love the music we're making. And I, I want to put our stuff out. I want to sit down at the at the merch table and sell sell T-shirts. You know, like it's it's fun. 
Yeah, I guess you should uh, plug your merch if you have any available online that people should know about. We do, we do. So uh want to give a shout out to Design After Death, who uh, we uh, worked with on Instagram. We connected with them through Instagram and they made the uh, design that we used for our uh, Spotify release, Anxiety Maps. And then it's also on our t-shirt that we have now. Uh, we wisely put out both black and white and black, green, and yellow because they're kind of equally as popular so far but uh but yeah we have t-shirts available on Bandcamp. uh we're definitely working to come up with some other cool stuff jesse what other what other merch we got in the works uh shot glasses beer koozies and yeah i think there was one other thing yeah i think beanies we were talking so yeah just people are asking if we have these things and we're like we'll get them so yeah, feel free to send me a koozie or two. I'll definitely absolutely some stickers or something. Definitely, absolutely. So cool. I'll probably feature yeah. anxiety capsule on the show. Um, usually do one more. I guess from today it seems like the obvious one, but maybe it's not. So uh, maybe you want a different song on there. Uh, I. From today's fine. Uh, Ditto is also Ditto was the yeah, first song that we released. Yeah. It's a pretty pretty popular one, so I, I think either of those will be fine. Uh, Sweet, yeah. Go on. Yeah, we, well, we appreciate I'll, it. This uh, is the first time we've ever done anything like this, so thank you so much for having us, man. This is this awesome. has been a lot of fun. Hell yeah, I'm sure. I like, it. yeah. Um, anything I can do to kind of help the uh, the scene out or whatever you know definitely yeah uh, i've been i was checking out your show after you contacted us uh i i really enjoyed the episode with bellevue i've been listening to bellevue uh since that since i listened to that they have a great sound they're actually i'm i'm living not far from where they're from so as soon as they said they're from lansdale pa i was like oh shit i drive past there all the time stuff that was pretty awesome yeah yeah and i'm definitely trying to uh come up and play jersey so if you guys are trying to come down here and play definitely hit me up um got a few connections and stuff like that so um yeah we'll have to trade shows for sure yeah i do um like a fest once a year as well so um definitely keep in touch and yeah hopefully we do uh we do cross paths irl oh yeah definitely absolutely so yeah i'll let you guys uh get on with your evening we'll probably get this out in a couple weeks or so but uh no screen you'll definitely you'll hear from me all right. Best stuff. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate you. Yeah, definitely let me know about those koozies. I'll send you my address. Absolutely. Send us an email. We'll, we'll ship that out to you for sure. Oh, well, yeah. See you guys. All right. Thanks, brother. Be good. So, yeah, thanks to Eric and Jesse for coming on the show. The song you're in the background is called From Today. See you next time. She said, sorry, I'm from the future. There isn't much to do there. I spent all my time making accurate maps of places that don't exist. Why do I do this? I'm so fucking useless. I had my maps, but I lost my way. Collectively, 
escapes my mouth I said I don't Escapes my mouth Sorry I'm from the